the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1220 KDOW is proud to present the podcast of Real Life Lending on Money 2.0. Now here's financial services expert Eric Elovsky-McKay. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and just about everything real estate. Uh, I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for about 27 years, currently the Northern California area manager for Essex Mortgage, and I run the beautiful Loan Center in Folsom, California, but the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table for one of you folks and getting them back into home ownership or maybe buying that first investment property, or I've got a listener actually going, uh, making an offer and closing on a large multi-unit commercial property. So we run the full gamut. That's the best part of my job that we do. And this whole show came about about four years ago because of my just sheer frustration of what I was hearing in the national media about our industry and how uh, terrible the market was and how you needed an 800 FICO and how the, every bank was crook crooked and and I just felt that we needed an outlet to find out what's really going on and what the new and true facts are. So we're happy to be on the air four years now and continually growing. Started on a little station up in the Sacramento area, continuously grew to here at AM twelve twenty and now we're going to be we're welcoming our listeners on eight sixty AM. So we thank you for that and we appreciate your support. This show is all about you, the consumer. There's a lot of ways to get a hold of us. We have a ton of text questions to get to from last week. And that text line's really simple. If you have a question or maybe you can't call into the show and you just want a quick answer, uh, you can text all your questions to 916-806-0606. Again, 916-806-0606. We also have our website, reallifelending.com. You can jump in there, read a little bit about myself and the company. Uh, we've been in business about 30 years. We currently fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. It does not make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every week. Um, allows us to make maybe some different lending decisions. We get a little more common sense underwriting. We have a little bit you know, different products. So, again, we are a direct lender. We are a mortgage bank. We're not a broker. We make all lending decisions in-house. If you have some time and you have a question, we'd love to hear from you here on the show. Our call-in number tonight is 925-203-5808. Again, 925-203-5808. And in studio today, I have Kikouch, Realtor Extraordinaire. Hi, Jessica. Good evening. Tell us a little bit about you yourself and who you are and what you do. I'm full-time realtor. I enjoy getting folks into homes. I'm a lot of move-up buyers right now with prices increasing, but what I really love, my real niche, is helping people make money with their money and get into multifamily or apartment buildings. And I know all of our investor listeners out there are leaning into the mic right now because I know that you always come up with some great properties We've got at the some end good of the ones. show. So listen up. Stay tuned. In fact, we actually have uh, a, a broker that represents a seller that has several multi-units for sale up in Northern California that are great initial properties. I actually helped the purchase on these. Uh, so listen up. That's going to be in probably about a half after the hour. So stay tuned for that. Um, everybody wants to know what's going on with rates. Those of you that have listened to the show know how much I hate talking about interest rates. But we are probably back down. You know, Friday uh, was a little bit of a stretch. We, we kind of saw some markets changing slightly. 
and some economic data that, that could have made the market move, but it didn't. But we actually came back today uh, and actually uh, we're back down to near low levels. So uh, it is a great time to buy real estate. Obviously, don't get caught up on interest rate. I've said it a million times, right, Jessica? True. It's all about APR, your annual percentage rate, not your interest rate. The annual percentage rate is actually what that money costs you. Now, everybody likes to brag that about their interest rate to their brother and their cousin, but it's really about your APR because uh, we can get you a 2.5% 30-year fix, but it may cost you 10 points. Sure. So it's all about the numbers, and that's one of the things we offer all of our listeners. If you're listening and you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, uh, you're more than welcome to jump on the website, email me your loan estimate or any facts and figures that you've been given, and I'll take a look at them, and we'll see what, you know, I'll give you two things that are going to happen. One, it's I'm going to tell you it's a decent deal. It's market. Uh, or I'm going to tell you not, and then I'm going to tell you why, that maybe you can do a little bit better, because the wrong loan structure can cost you thousands over the life of the loan. So again, great thing. Call in if you have any questions, 925-203-5808. Um, you know, Jessica, everybody thought uh, when the housing market d- dropped in the during the last 10 years, everybody kind of moved to other investments. True. And But it's kind of funny now, I came across an article that the housing market actually is the anchor right now in our economy. Interesting. Believe it or not. Uh, it's, it's probably the oasis of stability, and this has come to um, a deputy chief economist, because um, Brexit caused the most volatile day in the history of foreign exchange markets. But the influx of global investment uh, pushed us to long-term treasury notes, which kind of makes this great for our industry, right? Right. Low rates equal better housing payment. I keep reminding, and we got to do, remember the shows we used to do about guess the rate in the year? Yes, <laughs> those are a lot of fun. We got to do that in the next few months. Because you got to remember, folks, I, when I bought my first house, I was at 7.5%. My dad, I think, was at 14 and a half. I mean, we don't realize how lucky we are. And if it ticks up a half a point, it ticks up a half a point. Folks, think about how much less of a house you could buy at 7.5% interest rate. So true. I mean, and one of the things, especially on your end, you know, you're seeing, I actually got something, an article that actually um, Bay Area sees annual inventory tick up this last month. Amazing. And that's kind of great because one of the biggest things that we have in Northern California is our inventory shortage, right? Right. Uh, According to the National Association of Realtors, the latest home sales and price report, the month's supply of inventory for single-family homes in the nine Bay Area counties increased to 2.6, so over two and a half months. Uh, In other words, all the inventory, if it were to stop today, nothing else came on, it would take about two and a half months, 2.6 months to get rid of it. That rose up from about 2.3 in June over a month, but that's over 1.8 last July, so pretty strong from last year. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing more inventory, Jessica? Because I know agents probably don't have that perception. Well, no. According to our trends here, we are seeing slightly less inventory than last year and slightly more home selling than this time last year. I wonder what's driving the inventory. I think it's a lot of the move-up buyers. I would agree. Maybe be finally realizing that they finally are in the equity position to maybe move up or side or downsize and probably get regain the equity that they saw on their balance sheet back in 2006. I would agree with that. Um, you know, what kind of other trends are you seeing in real estate these days? I think anything priced appropriately is getting multiple offers. Um, I think we'll talk a little more about that later in the show, I think. But one of the uh, one of the things that I am always weary of is sellers that go on the market and overprice their property and just sit there. You know, I write a good offer on it and they go, we're going to think about it. You know, you don't get a better offer 15, 30 days into this. It just doesn't happen. So I'm blown away when that is the mindset sometimes. I'll write a, a decent offer along with 
with, um, you know, comparables for the neighborhood and we'll get shot down and, and come back 30 days later, our offer will be less. <laughs> well, that's a good question because you don't want to chase the market. And, and we haven't, I haven't used that phrase in a lot of years, but here's a text question actually that just came in from Sarah. Uh, it says, my agent keeps asking me to drop the price. When is it time to say when? Well, I think that goes back to comparables and really knowing what market you're in, you know, sure. and, and checking out the other comparables close by, calling the agents. Are you getting offers? Are you getting traffic? What's going on? If everything else is selling and it's priced 20000 you know, less than yours, maybe it's time to move your price. Yeah, and I think we all get a little spoiled in the Bay Area because we're in certain counties, 70 to 80% of the properties are selling for over asking price. Right. So, and again, he's got to know your demographic. And I know we're all spoiled here in Northern California and we live in this little microcosm of real estate but i think it really is determining because you know like you mentioned earlier if it's priced right it's going to sell true it it all comes down to price we we want to make it so many other things it all comes back down to price any other trends anything else you're seeing out there i'm seeing a lot of yeah definitely a lot of investors which is enjoyable to work with you know they know exactly what they want they know what cap rate they expect and it's it's a it's an easy deal but i'm also seeing a lot of first-time buyers come out i meet new buyers every weekend yeah it seems that too you know i'm I'm pre-qualifying a lot of grandsons and granddaughters that are actually looking to buy their first house they're getting some help from mom and dad or grandma and grandpa so uh and there's a right way and a wrong way to do that so you know we talk about all the time is we're hopefully it's because of shows like this we are seeing a much more discerning Uh buyer and even the young folks that come in uh know the right questions to ask right and i think that makes our job a little easier uh, but it definitely is, and it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? You can do all your homework on the internet, but the internet is not, it's a great thing sometimes. Sure. But if you pull up a, a, a guideline that you're swearing to me is true from 1997, right. when you look at the date on the, on the website, uh, things change. But, uh, what I'm actually seeing is what's, what invigorates me is the, the investors that are finally, they, you know, every, there were a ton of new investors during the downturn, right? right. Everybody was, was buying real Everyone estate. Everybody that had investor. cash was taking advantage of it. But what we're seeing now is people are just buy and hold strategies they're cashing in and they're they're looking for they're buying capital they're buying income and uh, I know that's one of the best things you like to do. I, I agreed. Well, and I think that's another important question. I was listening to another podcast this weekend, and um, that was something that was said. They said, ask your agent how many properties they have. If they're not an investor and they're not taking advantage of this market, why would you go through someone who is is not really a firm believer in doing it themselves? You and I, I think that is something that, I, of course, that makes perfect sense. Hey, I think we actually have a caller. Hi, welcome to Real Life Lending. Who's this? Hello? Hi. 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 Hey, I recognize that voice. <laughs> Who is this? Can you hear me okay? I-, I can hear you fine. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, t- so tell us your name. This is Jessica. Hi, Jessica. And maybe you can tell us a little bit about what your experience was with your uh, refinance you had recently. Is this Jessica Hildebrand? It's Jessica Hildebrand. Yes, Hi, Jessica. Is. How are you? I didn't know you were calling today. <laughs> yeah. Jessica asked me to call and share my story. So I was just going to call and tell a little bit about how refinancing through um, Jessica's recommendation of you, Eric, um, helped save us money. Well, that's great. How's everything going? Yeah, you were, I mean, this was a fairly, we, we were actually, if I don't, if I remember right, we actually were taking out some cash to get some to take care of some debt consolidation and your actually payment went down. Yes. Um, well, 
to be honest, I think um, we took about $20,000 out of equity out of either, I think it was, a, we had a little bit over uh, 40000 of equity, and we decided to take a little under twenty, and we paid off with every single penny our $20,000 of debt, and um, our mortgage went up by not quite a dollar. So it's amazing. (laughs) That's wonderful. It really saved a lot. And with the um, $450 we were used to making every single month, just kind of, you know, treading water, you'd put the $450 on the credit card and then you'd have to end up still using it. Um, Sure. You know, it ended up increasing our credit score. We just bought a car last week and it increased our credit score to like 833. And by paying off all that debt, and um, we also ended up being able to get a car payment that was reasonable. And, you know, $1 is not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And, you know, $450 a month is about $5,500 a year. That uh, that's a great savings, and you know what? That was a you know the, your uh, your husband was a uh, was ex military, so we used a VA yeah. loan, and and you know it was a great process. And I want people out there to know that you know putting yourself in a better cash flow position is a great reason to refinance. Absolutely. And Jessica, yeah. I really want to thank you for surprising me today. <laughs> no problems. Great to talk to you guys. Oh, thank you very much. Well, thanks again. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye. Uh, wow, that's a nice surprise. Well, yeah. I think it is. It's it's you know, I hear these ridiculous commercials uh, on the radio for you sure. know, you should call us and we can do amazing things and save you a million dollars and I think that can't be true. But I, I think it's really great to talk to actual local people that have used Essex that have had a wonderful sure. experience. That's life changing at four hundred and fifty bucks a month. I mean that's a that's a big difference. That's a new car or not having a new car. Yeah, and, and you know, those of you that have listened to the show for a while, I'm not a great fan of pulling cash out of your house as a but in a debt consolidation situation where they are able to number one raise their credit score and pay off twenty thousand right. dollars worth of debt. Awesome. So thank you again, Jessica. And again, give us a call, nine two five two oh three five eight oh eight. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be right back after this. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric McKay. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Today, I have Jessica Couch. Hi, Jessica. Good evening. You know, Jessica, I got a text question right at the end of last week's show, and I I didn't see it, and I went home, and I I promised this gentleman, actually, I I don't know if it's a gentleman or a lady, uh, but that I'd get to it this week. And it's a long text question, and it says, I applied for 12 loans in the last two years. I've noticed in the previous years I could get fairly an easy estimate from the lender. Now I'm filling out all, nearly all documents just to get the truth in lending statement. There's been many changes in lending, but this is one of the most frustrating. I've qualified for them all, but the home sometimes doesn't appraise. Then I have a much larger upfront expense to get the house to fit my loan requirement. I'm being, I feel I'm being taken advantage of when I cannot get the truth in lending up front. Well, that's why. And, and let me just, and I don't know who exactly uh, who you are, but uh, let's, there's a lot of points here that we have to address. One, um, the truth in lending and the good faith have been replaced with a, what's called a loan estimate. And we are, and this is one of the problems when you have legislators and Congress people making rules that don't understand how our business model works. So there's things that lenders have to apply for. If we have certain pieces of information, address, name, phone number, uh, and credit and things like that. We have to, we're bound by that loan estimate. If we give you something, we're bound by that. Wow. Okay. So, and there's a lot of lenders that take that a little overly conservative. 
but it definitely does make a difference. Uh, and that's why lenders require that information. If we're going to give you an estimate with rate, loan to value, points, fees, all that information. We need to know, number one, that you can qualify for it, that we're offering to somebody that can, can meet those qualifications. So a lot of times uh, those will require a full application. And, and I don't like the way things are either. And I guarantee your loan officer probably doesn't like them. Uh, but that is what we are bound by to do because that loan estimate is like the like the they don't call it a good faith estimate anymore. It ha- it can't change within ten percent of tolerance. Otherwise, the lender comes out of the lender's pocket. It closes wow, escrow. That's serious. Uh, I mean, there's changed circumstances forms and it adds more time to the process. And and that's the first piece. So I don't think you're being taken advantage of. I think that you're probably working with a diligent lender. That's that's making sure that you qualify when their letter is on their name is on that loan estimate. Um, but you're asking about uh, that when the appraisal comes in short that you feel you're being taken advantage of because your loan amount changes and uh, it just changed the loan. Well, let's think about that. Lenders uh, base their uh, – they will lend on appraised value, not right. purchase price. So if that appraisal comes in less than purchase price and if you're buying an investment property and you're required to put 20% down, that appraisal comes in short, you have one of two options. You can renegotiate the sales price with the seller, show them the appraisal and say, look, here it is. This is what it's worth. Uh, you know, let's move forward, get an addendum, remove lowering price. But or you can come in with a difference. And because you're coming in over with a difference, most lenders are going to make you sign a letter of uh, explanation acknowledging that you're overpaying for their house. They're over their appraised value for the house. Uh, and you're acknowledging that uh, just to, to uh, nip any recourse that you may have later on. So, again, we are we are bound by the rules by Fannie, Freddie, HUD, VA, any any institution that's insuring that loan, they set the rules. So uh, that's a really good question. I'm sure you're not the only one that feels that way, but there are rhymes and reasons to everything that a lender does. And sometimes I'm not happy with them either. But uh, you know, if you want to get a second opinion, we're always welcome to to take a look. Jump over to Real Life Lending and get them over to me. Um, here's another good text question that uh, just came in: Will a request for repairs matter to a lender? Oh, I have an opinion on that. Jessica, <laughs> as a real estate agent, when would that? When would a request for repairs show up? Um, well, it could come up on contract. What I what I usually do, rather than asking for a specific that may call it to your attention and require now a, a clear pest, I'm you know we may only have two thousand dollars to work with on a request for repair, and mm-hmm. it may not be. Um, necessary to get a requ- you know get, to fulfill that requirement sure. maybe better to have that come off of purchase price or help with closing costs or offset something else right. so it's just it, you're red flagging the lender letting him know hey we've got some repairs we need to make over here you want to look you want to look yeah, into you're this sending a re- repair for a request to fix the hole in the roof yeah. which the appraiser didn't call out so now we want to see cuz normally lenders don't want to see an inspection report right the only time we want to see in a copy of an inspect a homeowner's inspection report is if it's a flip uh, or uh, FHA, or if it's um, uh, something's being called out by the appraiser. An appraiser's not a contractor, but if he sees the roof dips a little bit, or if he sees mold on the floor, or on the ceiling, or water damage, then he's going to call out to see, hey, we want a license. Their, the underwriters has their uh, the option to request more documentation on something right. like that. So my advice is, especially when pest repair, and what do, what do agents do to avoid that? Uh, well, take it as a closing cost or as a credit. Well, we or don't take mention it off a pest report right. in the contract, right? No, never. Because <laughs> if there's mention, here's another thing. If, if a, a pest report is mentioned that it's being done in the contract, in the purchase contract, the lender's going to want to see a copy of the pest report. Right. If it's not mentioned, then, then obviously the agents still do that for their fiduciary to their clients. 
but and for uh, our information, absolutely, yeah. and to protect your bar, your buyer. But obviously, you can actually uh, 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 do a pest waiver and send that off to the lender, even though that one's been done. So uh, it's all about who you work with and strategy and people that know the rules. And I think that's what makes uh, our team really, really advantageous over others. So again, folks, we're here to educate you. If you have any questions, give us a call 925-203-5808 or our text line 916-806-0606. We'll be right back after this. All right, folks, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric McKay. I'm here with Jessica Couch and we have uh, a caller. Ed is on the line. Hi, Ed. Welcome to Real Life Lending. Hey, hi. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. How can we help you? Yeah, uh, I'm an avid listener to your programs, but uh, I, this is my uh, first time to call. I've been always uh, interested. I've been always interested in buying a second home, but uh, uh, rental or because sure, I live in the Bay Area, and you okay. know the pricing here is pretty much it's skyrocketing. I mean, you have absolutely. To have and uh, I have a good credit. Uh, my house is almost paid off. I'm 54 years old, but I'm still looking for somewhere to get, you know, I, to get well, my money. You, you I mean, called, take money you, you, you called the, somewhere else. You called the right place, Ed, because you know what? You got Jessica Couch sitting across from me, and she is one of the best investment property hunters there is. So, uh, and again, we understand that, and we we have a lot of investors like yourself listening from the Bay Area because. You know, we are. I'm from the Bay Area. We we both. I, I I we all know the market there. We also know up north. And and I know Jessica has been down with one of our listeners from the show all the way down to Fresno, looking at property. So there sure. are some great places in California to cash flow that won't cost you a million bucks to get in it. Um, and I think the best place to start is to uh, you know let's get you through the pre-approval process that we do here at Essex Mortgage. So we'll get you fully underwritten, fully pre-approved, so we can hand you a pre-approval certificate so you can make offers on those properties. And Jess can find out. That'll tell you what you're, what, you know, based on your finances, what is the better fit for you, what type of property, and we can talk offline about that. But I think it's just about getting a team together and finding out areas that you're comfortable with. Right, Jessica? Yeah, absolutely. If, if it's something you're going to manage yourself, do you need a property manager? Are we looking for something that already has tenants in place? Preferably most investors do. Um, and then, then going out and beginning the hunt. I'm um, out this weekend with folks from the show, and we've identified a couple fourplexes with a 12% um, wow. rate of return. Like wow. Terrific numbers that work. So, Ed, I think the best place to do is if you could give uh, Jeremy, our producer, your phone number, I'll give you a call after the show, and and we can at least go through some process with you. So, you mean to pre-qualify me or something like that? Is that what the process? Absolutely. And that way you're comfortable with the payment, you're comfortable with your purchasing power, and that will help you with with making a better decision on on your investment. Do I need to cut out on my property or... No, not at all. Well, that's something we can talk about off the air because we don't want everybody to know your business. But there, that's a possibility as well. But there's other options for you. And again, again, these are these are great questions, and I think that we can definitely help you buy that first investment property. Okay, uh, here's my number. All right, hold on, Jeremy, 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 jump on, and uh, that way we won't give it out to everybody out to, to call everybody. you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jeremy, you got that. 
Okay, great. Hey, and actually we have uh, a text question coming in that I think uh, John on the line is going to answer. And this question is, are there any down payment assistance programs for conventional? This is Mike in Fremont. Hey, John, are you there? Yeah, hey, Eric, I am here. And uh, the answer to that uh-huh. question is yes, there is down payment assistance programs for conventional loans. Absolutely. And I kind of set you up, John. This is uh, John Gottschalk. He's one of our senior loan uh, officers. John, tell us a little bit about that CalHEFA program and how that works. Because you can get, if I'm not mistaken, a first, a second, and a third to cover your down payment and closing costs. That's correct. You'll get, you have the ability to get the first, second, third uh, loans, which will be a combined loan to value of 105% of the purchase price. So this program will actually finance not only the down payment, but also the majority of the closing costs. So the out-of-pocket is very little. And you can use that both with FHA and conventional programs, right? That's correct. And so and there's some properties out there where they don't want to go FHA. Conventional loan is a good way to go. Um, it also has the ability to remove the mortgage insurance, unlike the FHA, which is stuck with the mortgage insurance for the life of the loan. So going conventional right. is a good is a good program with a down payment assistance. And what I like to do is just look at each individual case and do a side-by-side comparison to figure out what's the best fit for each individual client's needs. Well, those of you out there listening, John is our guru on CalHEFA. And if you want to go ahead and get pre-qualified, we'll do the regular pre, pre-approval through Essex Mortgage. But John actually is the expert on the CalHEFA program. So, uh, John, give out your number so listeners can get a hold of you. Yeah, my phone number is 916-802-0049. I'm available right now if anybody likes to talk about these programs. All right, it's 916-802-0049. Thanks for being part of the show, John. Go get to work. <laughs> All right, thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Have a good night. All right, folks. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about investment properties. I know Jessica's got some. We also have um, a uh, broker representing uh, some sellers of some four-unit properties that I think are perfect for investors like Ed, who just called in. All right, folks, we'll be right back after this. All right, folks. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and just about everything real estate. Today I'm here with Jessica Couch. Hi, Jessica. Thanks for being here. Good evening. Lots of good calls tonight. Absolutely. Some good investors, some new investors, and some buyers. And we actually have um, a caller, a broker on the line that I believe has some properties to talk about. Hi, JJ. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Eric. Hi. Welcome to Real Life Lending. Ah, thanks for having me. Oh, you bet. JJ, you are uh, a broker in the Bay Area, uh, and I know that you uh, represent the seller on a few properties. Would you like to tell us about them? Let's see if we can get them sold yeah, here today. I, can, uh, I bet we can. I can uh, go right through them here. We, uh, I'll start off with uh, a duplex in Faro. It's uh, hard to find a duplex uh, in a great neighborhood there near the Sunrise Mall. Um, the address on that one is uh, 8112-8114 Desiree Avenue. Going for three sixty four nine, um, gross rent multiplier on it's thirteen point eight five, two one two two with one car garages, and uh, one of the units has just been recently turned over, fresh paint, overhead lights, luxury vinyl plank floors, uh, but uh, great great return on this one, good good positive rents. The uh, okay. 
you want me to say keep going through them, or do you have any questions? Yeah, you know, or? we we want to get these we want to get these done for you and sold for you, JJ. I know that uh, that uh, these are some awesome properties that you've been involved with uh, since the purchase, and you know, I know that all of our listeners are just kind of leaning into the radio right now because they usually wait for Jessica to talk about multi units. So uh, just go ahead, rattle through them, and how you want people to get a hold of uh, whoever's selling, or they can call Jessica. However you want to do it. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So the rest of them are going to be four doors, so four plexes. So all four doors, four, area. four four unit, four units. These are all four units. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And um, and so the next one's in Citrus Heights. The address is seventy four sixty Tiara Way, and uh, this is a great fourplex. It's gated. It has a huge uh, backyard, good for families. Uh, the tenants with kids really enjoy having just that closed off area for the kids to play. Um, this one's going for 399. Gross rent multiplier on it is 9.98. This thing is fully leased uh, and going uh, total rent on it are almost 45,000 for the year. Um, wow. And one unit has been completely uh, renovated, top to bottom, new appliances, kitchen, bathrooms, the whole thing. Uh, and then the wow. uh, the next one is uh, is down in Sacramento, another uh, four unit property. This is in a quiet court location. It has a community pool that it's uh, one building away from, so it's a great location in the, the complex here. Um, and the address for it is 820 Cathedral Court. Uh, that's Sacramento, like I said. The list price on it is $399. First rent multiplier is at 10.47. Uh, this one has three two-bedroom, one-bath, and one two-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath with uh, garages, and those are desirable garages for fourplexes. Uh, this thing's fully leased up. Rents are at thirty-eight thousand for the year, um, and there's some uh, some availability to raise the rent, but some tenants are kind of expecting it. Uh, so that's another sure. great property there. Um, the next fourplex is actually in the hard-to-find area of Roseville, which there's very little inventory at all for fourplexes right now. Uh, this one's going for four fourteen nine. Uh, the address is two fifty Ivy Street, and that's Roseville. Gross rent multiplier at nine point two eight. Uh, this is fully leased. It's a kind of a turnkey property. Uh, three of the units have been completely renovated top to bottom, kitchens, appliances, granite countertops, new bathrooms, doors, uh, and luxury vinyl plank uh, flooring throughout. So really low maintenance on this going forward, easy turnover um, uh, when the tenants do move. Uh, so fully leased, almost 45000 per year again. And uh, this is uh, three two-bedroom, one-bath, and one one-bedroom, one-bath. And uh, there's a little room for rent increases here, but it's really commanding great rents already. The, uh, so these are these. Last, go ahead. Go ahead, Eric. Sorry. I was going to say these 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 properties I've actually know of. So I mean, I can attest that that these properties are ready to go. And Jessica, I know that. You know, investors love the the four doors. Oh, I'm going to sell that Roseville when it's happening. Uh, Jessica's <laughs> already got it sold, JJ. So, uh, all right, yeah, give us the last one. These owners, uh, these owners have put a lot of money back into the unit uh, as they've kind of sent some strategic turnover to really get the rent up and, and get them moving. Um, so the last, yeah, you guys, folks, is in- uh, real quick, all the all your listeners out there, Sacramento number one in uh, rent increases in 2015. So a lot of these might be primed for a rent increase. Okay, JJ, go ahead. So the last one is in Carmichael, and again, it's just a difficult neighborhood to get into. And this one's actually surrounded by single-family uh, residential properties, so it's got that uh, really quiet feel to it. Uh, this one's going for four fourteen nine. The address is five seven one two Kenneth Avenue. Gross rent multiplier is at nine point nine eight. Fully leased, uh, rents at forty one five. 
um, and one tenant is aware of a rent bump coming, and so that's in discussion. This one uh, has really been turned over 100%. All the units have been touched, vinyl plank flooring throughout, new paint, texture, the whole nine yards. So this really looks nice. Uh, Wow. And so that's the the portfolio in Sacramento. I think that uh, it's really a great offering. And I know this seller is actually meticulous and takes care of all their properties. and And we'd love to get them sold. I know all you investors out there are, are listening and and finding want to know how how do, how do they get a hold? Of, how do they see them? So the best thing to do is uh, they are are uh, all listed on uh, Metro List, which is the Sacramento MLS. And if they want to contact the uh, the listing agent on it, I can give his email out. It's Bob, B-O-B-M, at kw.com. That's for Keller Williams. And uh, he'll field okay. uh, any emails and get back to you and, uh, and get you any information that you need. And, and Eric, Absolutely. there was uh, are you, one are other you, property are, I, I forgot to mention sure. that's actually out of the Sacramento area. It's in San Ramon, and this is a condo, uh, two-bedroom, two-bath. Uh, it's currently rented, and the renter wants to stay, but it's an opportunity for an owner-occupier or a rental uh, with great uh, opportunity for appreciation in the San Ramon neighborhood. Um, so this one's 507 North Canyon Terrace, and that one's going for 575. Mm. Well, I tell you what, I mean, again, if you guys, I know that everybody's out there trying to write these down. If you miss something, give us a call. We'll get them to you. I've got them in front of me. Hey, JJ, thanks for calling the show. We'll, we'll make sure we get these out to all of our listeners. Great. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You bet. All right, folks. Again, listen up. Those are the some some awesome properties. Just going to talk about them when we come back. We'll be right back after this. All right. I know all you investors out there are sitting there with your pencils and paper. Try to get all those addresses. But here's an easier solution. Jessica has all of the listings in front of her for all those multi-units. And a couple more we're going to talk about. Jessica, how does somebody get a hold of you if they want to see these properties? Uh, call or text 916-532-8916. And I can uh, run all the numbers for you. Make sure that we have a, a, you know, a good deal based on rent and what you could be getting in rent. And uh, then make arrangements to show you the properties. And again, that phone number? 916 532 and we have all those in front of us and just be happy to, to run those out to you because I, I actually did the purchase money on those properties for the seller and they're awesome. And, and I know the sellers put a ton of work into them. So if you're looking for that first, second or third multi-unit, these are really clean and the seller is, is, is just awesome about his properties. And, and I think that uh, these will be gone fast. So you need to call yeah, Jessica I really like like tonight. That. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Good uh, deals there. I know you got a couple others. What else did you pick I do. You, you know, um, I pulled just for fun the cheapest duplex in Sacramento to compare that to the cheapest duplex in Fresno area. Okay. Uh, so here's what we've got. We have a 1730 Kenwood Street in Sacramento listed for $149,500. It brings in a total of 1200 in rent. And purchase price, again, is one forty nine five hundred. Wow. Sacramento? Sacramento. Now, it's Del Paso Heights, so it's not my, you know, disclaimer, not sure. my favorite neighborhood. However, um, it, this is the best deal in, well, let me rephrase that. It is the cheapest property in Sacramento County currently okay. for a duplex. Um, we go into Fresno, and we have one on North College. Um, it's a cute street close to revitalization area that I'm I'm fond of personally. One fourteen brings in the same amount of rent. One fourteen. Wow, that's crazy. <clears throat> so twenty five percent down on a multi unit. If you want to get pre approved for these properties, give me a call. Uh, local numbers nine two five two zero three five eight zero eight. And we have a listener that I know we closed a few months back, and you're out showing him property on his second. 
Oh, we are going to get into contract real quick. In fact, that's one I'm not announcing. It's a great fourplex, a 12% rate of return, and we are going to get in there this weekend and tie it up. Wow. So again, if you guys are listening and, and you really, you, you got your pencils out, I mean, you heard uh, JJ, these properties are, 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 you know, nine to some of them, 11% um, uh, cap rate. So, I mean, I think that the opportunities are out there throughout our, our, our state, uh, you know, just because, and one of the things that I had a hard time as an investor, uh, is, is buying so away from where I live because you don't right. think you lose control, but I know you're, you're buying in Florida and you're buying, you know, there's, and, and I think that you have to really open it up and realize that you're not going to live there. I, know, I think that's, that's absolutely that true. Have. Right. And they just, you're, you're buying income, you're buying future dollars of rent. And right. that's what you really have to get through your mind when you're an investor and take the emotion out of it and just look at, take out your calculator. That's the most way, that's the best way to evaluate an investment property. True. Take emotion away. Um, you know, Jessica, I want to thank you for being here. It's been great as always. Well, thank you. I want everybody to give out to your number one more time. Jessica Couch, how does somebody get a hold of you? 916-532-8916. And I'm telling you, that fourplex in Roseville, it's going to go quick. So give her a call. We've got a list in front of us. And all of this, you guys out there, if you want to go through our pre-approval process at Essex Mortgage and, and know the numbers, know the facts, know exactly what your liability is going to be, know your payment, know your down payment, know what your monthly payment's going to be, give me a call, 925-203-5808. Work with me personally. And we want to thank everybody for listening to Real Life Lending and all our new listeners on 860 AM. Welcome back to the show. All right, folks, we'll be back same time next week. Thanks for listening. Bye, Jessica. Thank you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.